Inspirational Living Podcast, brought to you in part by Book of Zen, makers of wearable inspiration for a better world. Today's podcast has been edited and adapted from the book, The Architects of Fate, by Orison Sweat Martin, published in 1896. It is a great purpose which gives meaning to life. It unifies all our powers, binds them together in one cable, makes strong and united what was weak, separated, scattered. To succeed today, a person must concentrate all their faculties of mind on one unwavering aim and have a tenacity of purpose which means death or victory. Every other inclination which tempts you from your aim must be suppressed. An individual may starve on a dozen half-learned trades or occupations, but grow rich and famous upon one trade thoroughly mastered, even though it be the humblest. Do not struggle to do two things at once. Throw your entire strength upon whatever you do. An intense energy should characterize everything you undertake, even your recreation. Genius is intensity, developing a power of concentration which makes you oblivious of everything outside your aim. For example, Victor Hugo wrote his masterpiece Notre Dame during the revolution of 1830, while the bullets were whistling across his garden. He shut himself up in one room, locking up his clothes lest they should tempt him to go out into the street, and then spent most of that winter wrapped in a big grey comforter, pouring his very life into his work. Those who push themselves to the front of the world stage are not the shallow players who impersonate all parts. They are the men and women who choose a specialty and master it completely. A one-talent individual who decides upon a definite object accomplishes more than the person with ten talents who scatters their energy and never knows exactly what to do. The weakest human being, by concentrating their powers upon one thing, can accomplish something, while the strongest, by dispersing their energy over many goals, may fail to accomplish anything. Drop by drop, Continually falling water can wear a passage through the hardest rock. A great purpose is cumulative, and, like a great magnet, it attracts all that is kindred along the stream of life. It is the individual of intense purpose, directed toward a single idea, who turns neither to the right nor to the left, though a paradise tempt them, who cuts their way through obstacles and forges to the front. Concentration is the keynote of every success story. We all have the ability enough to succeed. The rays of our faculties taken separately are all right, but many of us are powerless to collect them, to bring them all to bear upon a single spot. Versatile individuals, universal geniuses, are often weak because they have no power to concentrate their talents upon one point, and this makes all the difference between success and failure.
one talent utilized in a single direction will do infinitely more than ten talents scattered. The worst scholar in school or college often has in practical life success that far outstrips the valedictorian simply because what ability they have they employ for a definite object while the other depending upon their general ability and brilliant prospects never concentrates their powers what a sublime spectacle it is to see a person going straight toward their goal cutting their way through difficulties and surmounting obstacles which dishearten others as though they were stepping stones it is of course fashionable these days to ridicule the person of one idea but those who have changed the world have been the men and women of a single aim no person can make their mark on this age of specialties who is not a person of one idea one supreme aim one master passion the individual who would make themselves felt on this bustling planet must focus all of their attention on a single point a wavering aim a faltering purpose has no place in the 21st century mental shiftlessness is the cause of many a failure the world is full of unsuccessful people who spend their lives sending empty buckets down empty wells we should guard against a talent which we cannot hope to practice in perfection says Goethe improve it as we may we shall always in the end when the merit of the matter has become apparent to us painfully lament the loss of time and strength devoted to such botching an old proverb says the master of one trade will support a wife and seven children and the master of seven will not support themselves the individual who succeeds has a program they fix their course and adhere to it they lay their plans and execute them they go straight to their goal they are not pushed this way and that every time a difficulty is thrown in their path if they can't get over it they go through it constant and steady use of your faculties under a guiding purpose gives strength and power while the use of faculties without an aim or end only weakens them the mind must be focused on a definite end or like machinery without a balance wheel it will rack itself into pieces stick to your aim the constant changing of one's occupation is fatal to all success how many young people fail to reach the point of mastery in one line of work before they get discouraged and venture into something else how easy to see the thorns in one's own profession or vocation and only the roses in that of another artists will tell you that there is nothing in nature so ugly and disagreeable that intense light will not make it beautiful likewise the complete mastery of one profession will render even the driest details interesting the consciousness of thorough knowledge the habit of doing everything to a finish gives a feeling of strength of superiority which takes the drudgery out of an occupation the more completely we master a vocation the more thoroughly we enjoy it in fact the professional who has found their place and becomes master in it 
can scarcely be induced to become anything else. To be successful is to find your sphere and fill it, to get into your place and master it. There is a sense of great power in a vocation after a person has reached the point of mastery in it, the point of productiveness, the point where their skill begins to bring in returns. When this point of mastery is reached, all the knowledge, skill, character, influence, and credit previously gained comes to your aid, and soon you discover the secret of prosperity. Meanwhile, the person who has half learned several trades and got discouraged and stopped just short of point of mastery, just this side of success, is a failure because they didn't go far enough. They did not press on to the point at which their acquisition would have been profitable. In spite of the fact that nearly all very successful people have made their life work of one thing, we continuously see young men and women flitting about from occupation to occupation, trade to trade, in one thing today and another tomorrow, as if they could go from one thing to another by simply turning a switch, as if they could run as well on another track as on the one they have left, regardless of the fact that no two careers have the same gauge. This fickleness, this disposition to shift about from one occupation to another, seems to be peculiar to American life, so much so that when a young adult meets a friend whom they have not seen for some time, the commonest question to ask is, what are you doing now? Showing the improbability or uncertainty that they are doing today what they were doing when they last met. Some people think that if they simply, quote, stick with it, they will succeed. But this is not so. Working without a plan is as foolish as going to sea without a compass. A ship which has broken its rudder in mid-ocean may keep at it with a full head of steam, but it never arrives anywhere. It never reaches any port unless by accident. And if it does find a haven, its cargo may not be suited to the people, the climate, or conditions among which it has accidentally drifted. The ship must be directed to a definite port, for which its cargo is adapted, and where there is a demand for it. And it must aim steadily for that port through sunshine and storm, through tempest and fog. Likewise, you who would succeed must not drift about rudderless in the ocean of life. You must not only steer straight toward your destined port when the ocean is smooth, when the currents and winds serve, but you must keep your course in the very teeth of the wind and the tempest, and even when enveloped in the fogs of disappointment and mists of opposition. On the prairies of South America there grows a flower that always inclines in the same direction. If a traveler loses their way and has neither compass nor chart, by turning to this flower they will find a guide on which they can implicitly rely. For no matter how the rains descend or the winds blow, it leaves always point to the north. Similarly, there are many women and men whose purposes are so well known, whose aims are so constant, that no matter what difficulties they may encounter, or what opposition they may meet, you can tell almost to a certainty where they will come out. 
They may be delayed by headwinds and countercurrents, but they will always head for the port and will steer straight towards the harbor. You know to a certainty that whatever else they may lose, they will not lose their compass or rudder. To fix a wandering life and give it direction is not an easy task, but a life which has no definite aim is sure to be frittered away in empty and purposeless dreams. Listless triflers, busy idlers, purposeless busybodies are seen everywhere. A healthy, definite purpose is a remedy for a thousand ills which attend aimless lives. Discontent, dissatisfaction, flee before a definite purpose. An aim takes the drudgery out of life, scatters doubts to the winds, and clears up the gloomiest creeds. What we do without a purpose begrudgingly, with a purpose becomes a delight and no work is well done or healthily done which is not enthusiastically done. It is just that added element which makes our work immortal. Mere energy though is not enough. It must be concentrated on some steady unwavering aim. What is more common today than unsuccessful geniuses or failures with enormous talents? Indeed, unrewarded genius has become a proverb. Every town has unsuccessful educated and talented people. Because education is of no value, talent is worthless unless it can do something, achieve something. What the 21st century needs are men and women who can do one thing without losing their identity or individuality, or becoming narrow, cramped, or dwarfed. Nothing can take the place of an all-absorbing purpose. Education will not. Genius will not. Talent will not. Industry will not. Willpower will not. The purposeless life must ever be a failure. What good are powers, faculties, and skills unless we can use them for a purpose? What good would a chest of tools do a carpenter unless he could use them. A college education, a head full of knowledge, are worth little to those who cannot use them to some definite end. The person without a purpose never leaves their mark upon the world. They have no individuality. They are absorbed in the mass, lost in the crowd, weak, wavering, incompetent. Their outlines of individuality and angles of character have been worn off, planed down to suit the common thought until they have, as an individual, been lost in the throng of humanity. Therefore you who would do something great in this short life must apply yourself to your work with such a concentration of forces that to the idle spectators who live only to amuse themselves it will look like insanity. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get your own private feed to our podcast with full transcripts delivered right to your smartphone by becoming our patron today. 
It costs less than a cup of coffee a month and will ensure the production of our podcast for years to come. Visit livinghour.org slash patron. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.